You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. I've always thought that I was shaking people up, but now I want to go at it more, and I want to go at it more deliberately, and I want to go at it coldly. I want, I want to shake people up so bad that when they leave a nightclub where I perform, I, I just want them to be to pieces. Welcome to Popular Nobody. We don't care if you're famous. Just make sure what you create is fly as fuck. What is this? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I don't represent a race or religion, I represent the creative spirit, and this is Popular Nobody, episode 4. I appreciate the support, I appreciate everybody listening. We got fellow friend, artist, hip-hop contributor, Filiano on the show. We're going to be talking about his journey. And by doing that, also talking about some of Long Beach's musical history. My name is Ariano. This is Popular Nobody, episode four. Let's get into this interview with Long Beach's own Filiano. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to have fellow friend and artist. Long Beach representative Juliana, what's going on, brother? Yo, what up? What's the deal? Yo, man. What's going on with you, man? Shit, man, just maintaining. Grind mode, grinding out, just trying to get my hands into everything I can. That's what's up, man. I wanted to, for this episode, I wanted to kind of highlight and showcase your contribution not to just uh not to just uh the long beach hip-hop music scene or music scene in general but just what you've kind of the different scenes you've been a part of um and the different groups and also some of your solo stuff i wanted to kind of take it back to your musical beginning um and kind of like maybe set the set the tone for you know, what were, you know, the type of environment or family you were raised in? Uh, when were you introduced to music and when did you find your love for that? Or, um, yeah, like just my mom was just listening to a bunch of obscure, you know, old school classic 70s music and like, she didn't like the normal kind of stuff. Like she wasn't a fan of Elvis Presley or nothing. 
she was into like the jazz crusaders and shit. Like, so I, I grew up listening to like artists like Ben Sidron in the household like every day. Ben uh, Sidron, that's like some old school, old school like jazz, some crazy jazz scat shit that like most people never heard of, you know what I mean? But I, I grew up hearing that every day at home. Um, when she's cleaning the house and stuff, and then stuff like Cal Jader and um, a lot of old classic, crazy, obscure jazz music, you know? Um, and then, you know, at the same time, listening to punk rock from my brother, my older brother. This is just a, as, a, as a little kid growing up, like influences, like, you know, listening from, from the womb on out, you know what I mean? Like, my, um, you know, a lot of reggae in the household, a lot of Bob Marley, you know, before I could even talk, I probably listened, I heard the whole album like dozens of times, you know what I mean? The whole, all the Bob Marley shit, um, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of, a lot of crazy obscure reggae too that people never heard of, you know, until more recent years, like people started catching on, listening to a lot of reggae in the nineties and shit. People didn't even know about a lot of artists like Muda Baruka and shit. Um, what, you know, I, I think it's dope you were, uh, you didn't have top 40 or the radio on yet. Listening to some, some, some real stuff that not everyone was, was known about. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like a deep, that's deep subconscious influence for me. Like, I still love all that, that music when I, when I find it and come across it on the internet. And like, I look for stuff and sample stuff from like artists that I grew up listening to that I didn't even know the name of them. You know what I mean? I, f I figured out the song name and everything and my mom, something my mom used to play. And I like go, go back and listen to that. I love all that old school obscure music, you know? Um, you talked, to, you talked about, uh, you talked about, you know, your older brother. Were you, was he playing music? Was he, were you, you know, what was he into yeah. at that time when you were coming up? We're like 12 years apart. So he was, you know, um, he was into the punk rock scene in, in the 80s, in 82 when I was born. He was just heavily in the punk rock. Like, uh, I grew up listening and appreciating to a lot of Dead Candies and Bad Brain, Subhumans and different, you know, underground punk bands and shit. And, uh, and then he listened to hip hop on the same note, like a lot. And then him and his friends, they, you know, his friends, they all, they had, they had a little band. His buddies as close friends that they grew up together and that turned out to be sublime and shit. But they, you know, they were all listening to NWA, Ice Cube, uh, Public Enemy, and they were listening to Bad Brains and Dead Kennedys and, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was a weird scene in the 80s. Like, a lot of people, they listened to it. They liked hip-hop because of the message, too. And it was something new, you know, like real hip-hop. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I always felt that, you know, the the energy from the, the old school punk scene was very similar and translated good over to the energy in the, the hip hop scene. Like, yeah, that's that New York shit. Yeah. 
absolutely. Well, check it out. I want to use this uh, use this as a time to let's go in and, and play some of the, the bands you're talking about, some of the stuff you heard growing up. We're going to uh, throw in some of the Sublime and Dead Kennedys and Bad Rain. And let's play some of that music. We'll be back with Siliano. This is the Popular Nobody Podcast, Episode 4. My name is Ariano. Right now, let's get into Ben Sidron, Seven Steps to Heaven, Popular Nobody. The boys wouldn't smile, the girls couldn't clear the aisle. Now the man's in exile, and when the train led the pack, there was no looking back, there was no doubt about the facts. He had a catch that act. Now Charlie Tucker, he's a movie star, but they just wouldn't listen when the man wasn't listening. Now the man's gone. Said, can you tell me where the man's gone? So long. The record machine, it came on the scene, it closed down the nightclub queen. Sure is mean, they're gone for
Who's ready for some dead Kennedys? Forward to death. This is popular nobody. Right now we're getting into the brain of Filiano. Bad brains. Oh, 
before we, we broke from the last combo, we were talking about you growing up around eclectic music. Um, I think it's like I said before, I think it's, it's really dope that you weren't, um, your, your first musical influences weren't the radio, which is a lot of them are, I mean, including mine. Um, you talked about your brother um, being in a punk band and, and also being, or being in band and some of that energy turning into a group like, like Sublime. Um, we don't have to, you know, I'm sure you get to ask that a lot, but I, it is kind of, you know, important or, or interesting for your story. But so with that being said, kind of like, set the tone as far as like, were you younger? Were you watching them create music? Were you, were you just vibe now? Like what was some of those experiences? Well, yeah, like our, our, our pad was like the hangout spot kind of. My mom was always real cool and you know, um, she let my brother's friends hang out at the crib a lot and um, party and whatnot, probably underage drinking going on, probably smoking, you know what I mean? Um, so I grew up in a household where it was normal to smoke, smoke weed, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, it's normal. So um, as a little kid growing up, Everyone would come and hang out and congregate, you know what I mean, at, 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 the, at the crib. So everyone knew me. I was, I was just everyone's little brother. And this is talking for me from like three years on, three years old, you know what I mean, till like, till I was like 12 or like, not till I was like 10, you know what I mean? I'd hang around all my older brother's friends and, uh, you know, they, I was just a little brother and shit. He was never in a band back then. He just, you know, he hung around his homies and his homies were, you know, the, the dudes in Sublime, you know what I mean? And that's, that's Bradley, Bradley Noel and uh, Bud God, Eric Wilson. Those, they all went to Wilson and shit. Uh, Bud's a little older than everyone and shit. And, you know, me hanging around all them, seeing them, I remember when they first started, like, I'll, this is like vague memories, though, like, because I didn't really pay attention to their band shit. I just, like, all his homies was around. And so, like, they were all, like, older brothers, and it was more like, you know, you know, it was, it was a trip, man. It was just different. It was like, I, I don't know any other kids that grew up like that. Except for my other homies, the Kunkels, uh, Kevin and Chris Kunkel. They were the only younger kids that grew up with the whole Sublime crew and shit. And their family was kind of the same. Everyone was punk rock. It was a punk rock scene. And so no one gave a fuck. And it just everyone was kind of crazy. It was crazy shit. I've seen a lot of crazy shit growing up with a lot of crazy teenagers and shit. Like when I was way younger. And, you know, that turned into Sublime. Fucking, my first experience was like getting into poetry as I went to school in like second grade or something like that. What's that, like 10 years old? Mm -hmm. I, I was like getting into poetry and I read like a Robert Frost poem. And I was like, oh man, he's rhyming. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, that's hip hop. Like he's rhyming with the words. I was tripping on that as a little kid. And so I figured out like I took his rhyme, and it was a it was a it was a poem called Overdog 
or underdog or overdog, something like that. And you know, Snoop Dogg was popular at the time. And so I was like, oh, I'm Phil Dogg. Like I went by Phil Dogg and shit. And then, uh, it's just hilarious. And then, uh, <laughs> that's just funny in its own. And then like, so I, I wrote my own like, but I'm a little kid, so it's cool. Like I, I, I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I wrote my own rhyme and I twisted the words and I, and I, I, I took it from the Robert Frost poem. Uh, I don't remember in verbatim, I had to, someone else got to uh, probably ask me about that a little later on, <laughs> later on in my career, you had to bust that poem out, look up the Robert Frost, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it was a trip, um, so I was all hanging around the band and they started playing a lot of shows, and they played on 4th Street in Long Beach at a spot. I don't, I don't remember the name of the spot. It might have been Rodan or another, or another spot like that. It used to be a clothing store where all the hipster shit is. Before this pre-hipster 4th Street. Uh, yeah, this is like 91? How was I? Now, when I was now, now for people that have, have never been to Long Beach and they're only experience of Long Beach is hearing about it maybe through you know, Snoop or Sublime, like, what was like, what was the music scene like around, you know, that time period that you're talking about, like early 90s, just, you know, and yeah, you know, kind of set the tone for that. Cause I think people just kind of, they just think like one one thing when it comes to Long Beach, so. Oh man, I, I I couldn't even tell you what the scene like was like because I wasn't I was I'm like ten years old at the, at this time. Oh, I'm shit. just like <laughs> I I know their I know their I know their scene, and it's just like party party shit. Like everyone's just cra it's just crazy teenagers that went to Wilson High School in Long Beach. You know what I mean, like. It, it's I don't know how to explain it. It's just punk rock mentality, like it's like surfer punk rock mentality. You know what I mean? Like no, well that's no, that's well that's dope. Cause you know, like kind of what I was getting at. Cause it's like, well, you know, Long Beach. Is such yeah, this is my side. This is yeah, this is yeah. my side. Where like where his kind of group, where people he hung out with, is more on the punk rock flavor. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, I'm sure other people hung out on different parts of the, uh, of, of the east side of Long Beach and they was more gangster affiliated, you know what I mean? Like, but it wasn't all gang banging. We knew people from East Side Long and shit, but it wasn't like, they were homies and they would come and chill and they, you know, you know, it was young, they was young. My brother and them was young back then and Sublime was really young back then. This is before they started playing cool big shows and shit. So, you know, what happened was to make me spark my interest in this whole music shit was uh, I was about 10 years old and I fucking, I went to a little thing. My brother took me that Sublime was playing at one of them, one of those little clothing shops on 4th Street. And uh, they called me up. My brother was like, oh, he could rap. And they called me up on stage and Bradley let me rap. He let me grab the mic. It was the first time I ever jumped on in front of a small crowd of people that's great when I was about nine or ten years old and uh Bradley let me rap and um I did my little Robert Frost poem <laughs> and I switched it's, it said underdog but I said I'm Phil dog 
<laughs> so like I flipped the words like that and then uh, I did my little rap and then everyone went crazy like everyone was tripping like look at this little Mexican kid rapping like what with a bowl cut like what the fuck like people was they was tripping out they were really bugging out and and I seen the energy and I felt that and I've always like that was like my first high like I, I always wanted to to do that ever since then ever since that moment that's dope man look man we are going to uh, continue this conversation with Siliano my name is Ariano popular nobody podcast episode 4 and we will be back let's get into some old school sublime don't push this is popular nobody episode 4 let's go stolen from an African land chased out with a knife with a face like Bob Marley and a mouth like a motorbike. Oh well, the bars are always open and the time is always right. And if that's good word goes unspoken, the music goes all night and it goes. If I were Bob Marley, I'd say, could you be loved? And if I was half pint, I would pull Lord up above. And if I was Mike Tyson, I would be for a fight. And if I was a boomer, I would be staying up all night. If I was a king, I'd rock, I would get stupid dumb. And if Ron for body comes, I'd be clumsy. When you die with survive, you get
what is that? It's Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. You know what? I, I always get those confused, but yes, I think that it, I, I get that confused with, with no, it's Melly Mel. It's Melly Mel, actually. Yeah, it's Melly Mel. There we go. Melly Mel was it? I thought he was a part of that, but whatever. I'm still getting mixed up now. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, man, I, I went back and you know, about 11, 12 years old, started writing my own shit and. You know, I went back and listened to all this old classic stuff and trying to break down and formulate styles, I guess. I didn't know at the time I was doing that, but I just kind of formulated opinions and, and I listened to a lot of, a lot of stuff people didn't listen to still because what was instilled in me by my mom was, you know, dig deep, don't, you know, don't listen. You know, she didn't really like the top 40 shit, like you were saying. You, you gotta, I, and then I just had that in my back of my head. I was like, I don't want to hear that same shit everyone likes. I want to like something different, and I want to show this something different to people. So I was listening to like the Far Side when I was like twelve and thirteen, uh, a lot because I mean before that, before I was twelve, I'm tripping. Yeah, so like around I was ten, the same time I was like trying to rap and shit, just starting to write and formulate my own stuff. I was listening to the Far Side and Lords of the Underground when people out here were listening to like they were listening to different stuff they were, uh, that I didn't like. That was more gangster and shit. So I started oh, my, my my likeness. So on the sidebar, real quick, I didn't realize this till recently, but like Slim Kid Trey from Far Side, probably like one of my biggest influences. <laughs> Because, like, yeah. at, at at that time, like, he was so, like, I don't know. He was just, he was, like, free, natural. He was, like, spitting, but, like, singing without trying and all that stuff. But, anyway, yeah, yeah. You know. But, I, yeah, I didn't trip on that until recently. Because it's, like, you know, people ask you, like, who influenced you? And, you know, I'm always, like, I think I, I kind of go to the obvious ones, but... It's uh, it's groups like that 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 influenced me as well. So. Oh yeah. yeah, they definitely they influenced yeah. me a grip, man. Like because yeah. it was different concepts it was that you wasn't hearing the the weird songs like your mama and like like all oh, shit. Course, like the concept of these songs is weird. Like quitting mm -hmm. no ain't. <laughs> Yeah, like what the hell are they talking about? And I've seen the video years later and it's like, it's their weed dealer, like, yeah. I, I, I kind of figured that when I was younger, but then like, the video was tight. Like, there's a little video for that and shit, I was tripping on that. But yeah, man, like, yeah, man, like, it just, I, I have more obscure influences still because I tried to dig for that, that different sound, you know what I mean? And I was just, I was attracted to different stuff. A friend of mine, when I got, you know, three years older, I was always writing rhymes and stuff like 11, 12, 13, but not till like I was 15, I started to try to like write verses and stuff and figure out like, oh, I gotta do bars and like try to do all that. So around 15, at that, at that, at, at that point, are you jamming with people? Are you, uh, you know, are these your, is your, you know, yeah, some years went by. Around, or? Yeah, some years it went by since you know my first stage experience, and then I always knew what I wanted to do. I would kind of like formulate freestyles, you know, 
And in them years, you know, from like 12 on, I like start to freestyle a little bit and get a feel of like how to do that. And then, at, you know, probably like 13, 14, like kind of like I was shy in school about it, but people knew that I could rap. But I didn't like, I knew people that rapped like were in an older grade than me, like in junior high school, that like they actually rapped and made songs. And then I was like, wow, well, I want to do that. You know, like they're young. Like, so I, I, I never like busted out battling people and stuff. So I was like, I was like 14, 15 when I left high school and shit. And I started like, like just going to parties and like battling people a lot. Like street battles, just like over beats. Like I never did yeah. the acapella thing. Like the, the real, the real battles where you didn't have a month to like stalk somebody online that you actually. Oh yeah, to, it's like, just on what's in front of you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just what what's in front of you, what they look like, <laughs> and it's like clowning from school, and people would make fun of people all day. You know, yeah. you get that, you get that battle rap from people clowning all day. Growing up in an urban community, it's just like. People shooting on you all day. I think you know, shooting and clowning on you all day, like trying yeah. to see something to talk shit, like dog eat dog world, junior high school, like. So, yeah, I, I I got tough from just talking shit to people, and then just in the battle rap on what people look like and describe their teeth and their fucking what their eyebrows look like and their fucking crusty mouth. You know, I mean, and people start laughing and they they love that shit, like what they dress like and like it's funny. So started doing that you to, teaches you to improvise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that's good learning. Just just high school like dodging punches from people that we're not, we're not even rapping like motherfuckers just wanna punk you and talk shit to you like I was a smaller cat and I didn't take no shit and fought a lot. So it was just like like the battle rap thing, I would end up fighting too. Like people would want to fight because I'll battle rap and shit, say some crazy fucked up shit. So people would get mad. Some people would hang with it and they, you know. But I'm from the school of battle rapping where people get pissed and they swing on you and shit. You yeah. know, go and, go and get their gun and shit. And you gotta talk them down or you gotta run or. Yeah, yeah. So what but what was yeah. it um what so what was it like um watching, you know, you know, family and friends, you know, kind of, you know, blow up or or get ready to blow up. And, and gain momentum as sublime, and then that for that to just be done. And like we're we're in the midst of that. Like, how does that affect you, just as their friend, as as a brother, as a as a family member? And then how does that like transition into, you know, you you know you musically, and and how does that also transition into what you would work with on with Skunk Records? Well, um, it's like 95, uh, you know, my brother, he had told me, you know, after that, I would always ask him, like, what's up with Brad, what's up with Brad, like, I want to rap, or like, I don't know what I would tell him, but I would be like, yeah, I want to, like, 
want to do that again, you know, when I was little. <laughs> and, he, and, and he was like, he was like, I told Brad, he, he would tell me, I told Brad, um, and he said, uh, I, told, I asked him to write some lyrics for you or something. And he was like, yeah, I'm down. And then he was, like, we always said that, like, we, we kind of talked about that when I was real little after that, you know, uh, after I was on stage with them and shit. And then I was like stoked, like, oh, he's gonna write some lyrics for me. He's gonna write, like, it was just this weird, right? They weren't even big yet, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't even blow up at all. It's sad that, you know, they blew up after he passed, but it's just like, it was, it was, I had that, like, oh, Brad's gonna write some lyrics for me. Like, it, it was just a trip. And so, years ago, gone were by. Were they big in Long Beach? Real quick, were they, they were Oh, big. yeah. So they were big oh, in yeah. Long Beach, though. And they were, like, they were definitely, like, big in, like, they were, like, regionally. Like, he was seeing, like. Yeah, they weren't on a major label. Yet. Okay, okay. Uh, and they, they, they got on a label, I believe, before he passed, you know. Okay. And they started do, making a bunch of moves planning for the big album and all that and then but yeah they were huge locally with you know uh coast uh, up the coast and uh, and all that you know what i mean uh they were huge man yeah uh locally like that's what made them be seen by the major yeah people started following that shit no, no one really sounded like them but uh yeah fucking um yeah, he would always say, uh, Brad, Brad said he's down to write something for you and shit. I was like, trip on that. You know, that shit ended up happening where he passed. And then, you know, out of nowhere, Opie started singing with Long Beach Sub All Stars when they, Opie's my brother. Well, uh, started singing with Long Beach Sub All Stars when, uh, when they started, when Brad passed with Sublime. They did one tribute show and they set it all up for Opie to sing. He did the tribute show, and then they, I guess they just decided to, to do more shows. And so they started Long Beach Dub All-Stars and started touring around with that. And I was just, I was like, you know, excited for my brother because he was singing. It was just really, you know, really proud for him. And he, he never did that. I didn't know he had an interest in that. He just would do the artwork. And let me rewind. He did all the artwork for the first Sublime album cover the famous son everyone knows you know he, yeah, he did all their artwork he was a, a he's on their second album cover his face and he wasn't even making music yeah so, you know and i was i was weird that it's a weird kind of thing destiny like i don't know what it is but it's just weird i was like i would bug out on that like why is your face on the cover because they thought it was funny and like he didn't even like it he at first she was like what like, that's fucked up. Why did they put my face on the cover? He's missing Man, out and shit. That would, that would go on to be classic. You know, I always say, like, during the podcast, you know, you can multitask. So, you know, while we're talking, look up Filiano, um and, and look up his brother, uh, Opie Ortiz. And Opie Ortiz, right? Yeah, Opie Ortiz. Yeah. I think he has opieortiz.com. Yeah. Yeah, just, oh, you, you'll find him. Google well, check it out. We are going to use that as an opportunity to play some uh, Long Beach Dub All Stars. Um, we'll play some. Uh, let's play some some early Filiano, and we'll be back. This is Pop Nobody Podcast Episode Four.
Long Beach Dub All-Stars My Own Life Much respect to Long Beach, Opie, Filiano Know your history, y'all Popular to Nobody Podcast number four Smoke World is spinning And the sunlight burns my eyes Telephone is ringing But I've got nothing to say I wish that they would all just go away The devil's knocking down my front door Killing me with strife by Filiano Filiano featuring Cannibal this is evil shit this is a demo y'all nowhere else pop it or nobody Something's going on in this town Some evil shit is going down Crazy psycho killer clown from outer space As we enter bloody scraps into your face Take your mind and do it on place Quick it up cause we be sticking up MCs that be giving up fictitious rhymes These days carry vicious crime Circulates within the minds of the psychotically stimulated My friend exotic as the skin gets blotted The rain's acting like Dr. Strange cause you took the delighted Instigated by the time I infiltrated Reinstated the demon in you To demise your whole enterprise Make a snuff film get recorded live And on deck you best to keep your gun in check 
Bitches lead demolishing MC's existence upon the earth realm Ability to destroy enemy brain cells at any given Sunday Victoriously leaving ever opposing standing timber Ruthless attacks of venomous double-edged blades Swinging them on whoever stands in my sector My powerful sword stands at the end of my scepter Which I hold in my hand tightly with bloody vengeance Severing the limbs of all my enemies Keeping their heads in large jaws for future entities Mystical energy Drain for the inside of they rotten corpses is Venomously spitting acid During the last days bloody bats and birds Seem to fill my head with the evil concern Getting burned by the hot urn As I fought along the ways of the assassin Casting you off into the desert Who says it has to hurt When we put in mad work Sweeping the perverts off the streets And donating the meat for cannibals To eat so all you kids don't sleep While I'm steadily creep Through the thoughts of my enemies I'll be here to see visions of death Throughout the night Catch a battle axe Right through your forehead I'll leave you all dead And bloody open on the coping and his body out Like what the fuck was that? The last apostle, also known as the Dark Angel Holding the ground for the future Archangel Wisdom and freedom was given to every man It's up to you to use the true knowledge that you have inside your soul And the mind of love will sacrifice to do the Holy Grail From a true entity, the all-powerful Lord Who sent me down on earth with an undefeatable army of unholy forces Terminated walls and body all that can't stop my soldiers of the walking dead Who follow my twisted serial killer master my scheme planned out for years and the days to come As my evil lyric cow must propel My vocals down to hell It'll make your face swell Swollen and ill with clamshells Cause I dwell in a temple Of my mental learning and scheming While well, I was dreaming off some ill European Torture devices as I see in X-ray vision you know I might just Squeeze tight with the real gun And impale one right through your pale face so you can taste the wounds that I must embrace With healthy thinking, I've been drinking Blood from my enemies sinking to the depths of the final chapter What I'm after is to collapse your pulse in each and every major artery See what we're doing here is something evil and crazy So don't try and test cause you ain't amazing See what we're doing here is something evil and crazy So don't try and test cause you ain't amazing See what we're doing here is something evil and crazy So don't try and test cause you ain't Amazing. See what we're doing here is something evil and crazy So don't try and test What we're dealing with here Is a complete lack of respect for the law As you open up your true mind vision You can see the evil eyes of the devil looking at you It may cause cancer to your body And send cold chills down your vertebrae A chemical reaction known to destroy facilities A wise man told me to only strike first It's unpredictable Barrel smoke is blown out of my microphone Which turns cold iron in a hot steel skeleton mold And transforms my fist in a concrete block With my cannibalistic tribe waiting outside ready to Spread your skin out like raw hot To be prepared with bring down the demon in you As I serve out another vital attack Which it ain't that you're in your back Misinterpret MCs get their chromosomes cracked As I feast on the beast that's left And put your soul to eternal rest See what we're doing here is something evil and crazy So don't try and test cause you ain't amazing Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again with Filiano. My name is Ariana. Chocolate Nobody Podcast, Episode 4. 
Um, so you were talking about, uh, you were talking about Long Beach Dub All-Stars, um, you know, your brother, we're talking about you, where you're at, your musical journey, and, and kind of watching all of that. Around that point in time, uh, I've, I've noticed, you know, anybody, if you're, if you're looking up Filiano, you're going to see some affiliations, you're going to see a big affiliation with Skunk Records. Talk about... Uh, your affiliation with them, and I assume that that was kind of like your first real introduction to to the world as far as like releasing music, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, that's that. That's the the family right there. Um, you know, uh, when Dub All Stars started and they started playing a lot. Um, I had some friends and we we're all mutual friends and uh my buddy Donald Donald Stodden, rest in peace. Uh, he fucking uh he started you know, he was a real computer genius guy and he was my age and he was like Opie started tattooing him and stuff and I knew him from like Wilson High School and uh he started uh like he was like a computer hacker dude. Like he could write Program, he make programs in MS DOS mode and like does crazy stuff. Like when we were real young, he's like a genius, and he could play anything on guitar and piano and all that shit. So I was like, man, let's make some demos because he had a recording program. Program, and so we would chill at his house, and I started making demos. I'm like, you know, 15, 16 years old. So I did my first tracks over there, making demos, and then. Miguel and my brother, Opie, and different people, you know, they're, they're doing the ball stars at the same time. They would come who's over to Donald's now, who's house. My, who's Miguel? Who's Miguel? Uh, Miguel, Miguel Happen, Happen from, uh, okay. Skunk Records. He's the, he's the, he's the owner of Skunk Records and he was in Sublime as well, and produced, uh, the Sublime albums. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you People that know Skunk, they, they know what's up with Miguel and Peril Bravo and shit. But yeah, anyways, uh, Miguel and, and from Skunk and Opie and them, they would fuck around and mess with Donald and we would all be up over there. And so they, you know, they heard my momentum going and uh, we started doing doing little demos and songs uh, with Donald and he was... And Miguel and all them, they knew I was making songs and stuff. And I was like, let me do an album, let me do an album. It took years for, for me to finally do an album with Skunk. But they they figured I wasn't ready when I was like 16. So at that time, they threw me on a song with Paulie Nugent, like around like when I was like 16, 17. Uh, I started getting down with Paulie Nugent uh, from Lords of Brooklyn. Cause he was real tight with Bradley Knoll uh, before Bradley had passed. They played a few sh uh, shows with Sublime, and so the dudes from Lords of Brooklyn, they they got real tight with uh, with Sublime shit. Okay. And uh, Paulie Nugent, um, he had a crew, and it's called Burn Unit, and so they took him on tour with Long Beach Dub All Stars, and uh, Burn Unit is is Paulie Nugent. And it was, it's like different members of Long Beach Dub All-Stars and they're calling it Burn You. Cause it was, uh, Paulie doing his dance hall thing. Cause he normally raps, you know, just, he's an Irish dude from New York. Rap Paulie two times from Lloyds of Brooklyn. Go look at, go look that fucker up. Um, yeah. 
what he does is uh, he does a dance hall thing where he chats at Patois. And uh, and that's the whole first Burn Unit album is just him with dance hall beats and shit. And him just, just chatting away. It's fucking, this shit is ill. Uh, it's called Behind the Bar. And um, he did that album. And then me and Tossi, Toko Tossi from Long Beach, me and Tossi started doing, like, me and him jumped on a song with him. And like we started making songs and going on tour and I was just going freestyle like I did a few shows. It wasn't a full tour, but I did a few shows out here like Observatory before it was the observatory. Like what what did it used to be called? Uh it was called the Galaxy. The Galaxy, yeah. So I did the Galaxy a few times, did some shows in San Diego. And so I ran around with Paulie Nugent locally when he came out here and did his first burn unit shows by himself out here and shit. And so like that was my first crew and introduction to like recording something like it got put on vinyl uh, through Skunk Records was uh, uh, was the song, the, the first song. Uh, Dang, I can't think of what it's called. I'll, I'll think of the title in a minute. But yeah, uh, that got put out on vinyl, and um, and and uh, yeah, that was my first shit that got put out. Let's uh, let's take this opportunity. Let's actually play some some Polynesian. Let's play some of your your earlier works with Skunk Records, and we will be back with Siliano. This is Popular Nobody Podcast, Episode Four. What the fuck are doing? Big dope. shout out to Polly Nugent. The song's called Irish People. Polly Nugent. Irish people, back to the front. I let your eyes up your feet if you drunk. Irish people, back to the front. I let your eyes up your feet if you drunk. Man, I shouldn't try this. Yes, to me, the Irish, the flyers. While it's tight, they go the longest. Pass me the whiskey, pass me the gin. We finish the Guinness and trouble, we get in. When they're rolling with the self, or we're rolling with the clan. We right hand man, choke at the knife in his hand. We try to play a cool, but when we out drink, it's on our arm like a fool. Man, that's screw face, and man, that carry tools. But that's the copper cycle, we burn them out too. Irish people, back to the front. Yeah. <laughs> 
Get into some burn unit, y'all. Classic burn unit. Pop it or nobody. Mashing it down heavy, making a wet and ready for cut it up like machete, rip it up like confetti. Things that get to bombing when them girls go and let wet. Enough about the heat on the hot summer times when the things get bombing. When the girl that we're raising, knowing that that will be ready, sipping in the hot chocolate sand. When the room is summertime ting, reason after love, you know we get that. So anywhere we can sweat it out, calling it the loving trip that we bring. Back of the yard portrait that we'll read. Hot summer time when the things get bombing. In a long beach when the things get bombing. Some girl I get burnt and I they won't call me. But in a man hot and said, no cares for me. Brooklyn, summertime things get bombing. In a long beach when the things get bombing. Some girl I get burnt and I they won't call me. But in a man hot and said, no cares for me. To catch a cold play, I'm strictly sublime, no doubt I slay Your whole crew who through five, we decay I'm maiden in the USA, a black Sabbath Johnny Cash in morphine to Exodus But when I drop people ACDC to rush Still full spit hip-hop, I'm cold crush Can't heat, exploit your brothers, is out on the dust Yeah, I give it way, when they wanna play Me take a back for the crib and broke a vertebrae She no innocent, when your money spent She the title like Brooks Let's get back into this interview, y'all. Pop it or nobody. We are back. Pop it or nobody. Episode four. My name is Ariana. Once again, this is Ariana. And we are, what were we talking about before we, we played some good music, man? We were talking, oh, once again, Skunk Records. Um, so what was your, what was that like? Did you tour behind some of your first stuff? Like, what, what were some of the experiences that, that, you know, releasing that music led to? Well, um, I just did, a, I, I did some shows, got some experience doing shows with uh, Polly and them when he would come down. Uh, to Cali, and um, we did a few runs. Um, 
And then uh, I kind of, you know, just sat back and, and I had like moving troubles, you know, kind of homeless at times and shit. And I was working with different a different producer and he was helping me make demos and shit. And so I made a few demos with this dude and then uh, that my boy Indio produced, my, one of my best friends, he started producing his shit and, um, you know, he, he produced two songs for me and I had these songs sitting around. I had like three songs sitting around. And then I finally was like chilling and chopping it up with Miguel from Skunk. And he gave me a chance and was like, let's do an album. And so I had, I had songs sitting around and I just used songs that I had that was old to me, but no one else has heard them, but they was old to me. I, and I, I didn't like, I wanted to come all new. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put a new album out. I wanna come all new. But I was like, man, I got these songs and I, I want people to hear these songs. They won't get heard if I don't put them out now. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Like my first album, I picked older songs and shit. Uh, that was Holy Homework on uh, Skunk Records. I did some new songs, but uh, Miguel gave me the chance and he put it all out for me and um, pressed CDs up. And we were just cracking people over the head with CDs and running around. I started doing a bunch of local shows. And I met you guys back then around that time. Uh, you and you and LD and yeah, yeah. It was it was a cool scene because like people was coming from all over. And, doing hip-hop shit in Long Beach, it was a different, you know, it's a different vibe. But I got a lot of rep from that. Go ahead. Oh, no, my bad. I, no, I would hear, I would hear about you from, I heard about you from Two Max. I would hear about you from, you know, random fly girls maybe walking around. I'd hear about you from, uh, <laughs> The homies from the dog town. I don't know about if you know that. I I, I would hear about you. Uh, the homie back in the day, glory, glory for the people. Our son, our boy, glory. Um, I, I heard about you from the the homie technique. Oh, it was it was a trip, man. Like, um, so it was it was dope to um, yeah, it was dope. I just in my in my eyes, like you, you know, you had. You had laid the, the real foundation in Long Beach, you know. What I'm basically trying to say is there was so many cats, you know, that, 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 you know, run around and they talk about Long Beach and this and that. And I just thought it was very interesting that you had your hands in like different genres, different crews. And you were like a true rep, you were a true representative of the city, you know what I mean? So I thought that was dope. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, I, you know, you started young with music, um, and you also like started in the physical era before everything went online. I know that I personally, I think a lot of us did, you know, kind of like it, it took some adjustment, you know, with that and just, you know, there were, there were moments for me where it was like, it was hard for me to gauge my career um, at certain points because you know it used to be that you engaged in off you know physical sales and, and shows really 
Um, yeah. What was what was that? Was was that like a, you know a kind of a down time or a transition time for you? Did it did it take you a couple years to kind of figure that out? Like, like well, you know what? Me, I guess you know me. Still, this is how I still am in my own head. Like, I'm the shit. Like, I don't even like like it just for my confidence. Like, I'm just. I don't even care, like, for some weird reason, I don't try to hustle hard, like, so I never was, I was never like that, I was always more artistic type of person, or more like a lyrical type of person, where I just wanted to beat someone down with lyrics, and make them understand, and, and get that rap, and like, get that rap where motherfuckers would talk about me, like, oh, that kid's nice. You know, like, I, I kind of like, didn't care about, like, making, money for a long time and i'm just barely now starting to do that now um you've actually you know helped me a lot with the whole technicality camp you know what i mean and showing me how to do shit proper and there's shit that you learned that you had to learn in the digital this digital era you know what i mean like um well, I still well, ignorant to all that well you know? dude with that being said we all influence each other and the people like you and and, and 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 real homies that are real artists that that if it, it's it, you don't want to get lost in either or you know because like mm. dude, like like it's good to be just focused on the art too and that that's something that that you know that I'm, I'm reminded with 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 you with LD you know with with other people because it's like I you know how can you make a good song. If you're worried about like the new way to push it, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, or the new so, way to rap, or the new sound, yeah, like, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's good to get lost in the fucking music. If anything, I think that's why it's good to have a good team because you know you, you need to let the artist create art, and then hopefully you got a homie around you that can help you with the numbers. I mean, I nothing like that, like. I know how to count money other than that, like, math yeah. intimidates me. And so, I, <laughs> I luckily, luckily, I just ask people, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So, I can, so I can, like, work on making tracks and then, like, not, because it's not all just, like, buy coffee and, like, be broke and just be stoked on making music. And that's cool, yeah. too. <laughs> so, it's like, you need, you need the balance. But, um, yeah, what, oh, so, I know they gave me a boost, you know, they, Skunk Records gave me a boost, you know, and, and they, um, they threw me out there, and, um, the album was, was released in 07, the debut album was Holy Homework on Skunk Records, it was released in 07, and I just had local homies on it, like, Tony Tiger style, like people like me, you know what I mean? My homies that are like me. Um, my boy Chris Ransom, he produced a track on there and he's on one of them. Uh, my boy, uh, my cousin, Fate the Pure Light, he's featured on the album. Um, uh, it's local cats, you know what I mean? Then I got my brother, he's doing the Long Beach Sub All-Star thing. He's on the first album. And, uh, I got Capital I, man. I, I grew up with that cat. My brother's friend for years from the Mexicans. Uh, another Long Beach crew that's real, real prominent in the underground scene. You know, Capital I, man. That, that, that's 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 my big brother right there. Um, 
Yeah, man, I just had local people and family on the album. Like, I didn't even try, like, to reach out. People didn't know me at that time still. And I didn't try to reach out to people I looked up to that I met, you know what I mean? And, like, I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just get my people on this. And it's just gonna be an artistic work of art. My brother did the album cover. And it's, like, similar to, you know, the first Sublime album with the sun with all the pictures in it. Yeah. Um, and it meant, it meant a lot to me as the whole the whole thing as a piece, as, as an artwork. And that, you know, that's all because of Miguel, Mike Happel from Scum's Records. So big up to that guy for, for starting me off and giving me a push and shit, and making me do a, a complete thing, project. Let's go into uh, Holy Homework um, by Siliano. Available on Smoke Records. Let's play some of that music, and then let's come back and, and talk about uh, some of your, you know, your collaborative efforts. This is popular nobody episode four. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back into some Filiano music. This one's called Good Love. Yeah, popular nobody. Your love is good. But you don't hear me though Your love is good Why oh why oh why Must I try and try Why oh why oh why Must I climb so high Felt like I got shot by an arrow or more Like a dagger to the chest when I got at her Felt so good that it hurt Pain mistaken for weakness, still misunderstood So why should I creep with another on the download? Thought hasn't crossed my mind Some say that love is blind Depends on who you find, be my philosophy Whatever you're searching for, let it be reality Cause your love is By my ways, mistrusted that we behave in a slave to the lies. Cold grin with no surprise. Fucked up with a dirty mind. Blurred out them high times. Can't remember anymore what it takes to settle scores. So I take the passive route and just try to ignore the distorted vision of you with my head. I beg for more. I try 
That was Filiano, your love. Now let's keep it going with Ron Come. Filiano's still going. Yeah. Popular nobody. Run, come, following the sound of the kick drum. You could vision it now. I done sprung the truth on out. Can't no one get with the style if they fake it's all tremendous. I rock continuous and stay well splendid. Undefended, low by the pendants, brand to the chest in the form of a family crest. Well spoken, I stay open to the thoughts and beliefs of the lost chief soldiers and warriors that put squash beef. Use your brain as far as it'll reach. The unexplained translation that was lost in speech is reborn again in the streets. Conceived by minorities, melodic medium, verbal and already in tune with the herbal order of rights. Speaking with more than might, feel the wrath of the spiritual path. Your life in the underworld with the rats. Love pity for those that can't put up a fight with stepped on toes. I misguided hype. I sift through the fake ones and head towards the light. I make them run, come, following the sound of the kick drum. You can vision it now. I done sprung the truth on now. Can't no one get with the style if they fake it. I run, come. Following the sound of the kick drum You can vision it now, I done sprung The truth on that Yeah, no one get with the style if they fake it As I head towards the fountain of blood I can see the valley of light Balancing my insight with a feverish might Under a fiendish plot Sleeping for the meanings I caught Lessons that can never be taught Too gifted with perception and thought Where the shit gets hectic or not Still infected, your plot is my vernacular Rocks with spectacular talk and speech Beats to each and zone, making them turn the other cheek when blown. Rape rhythms and ancient hymns, pay dues to court systems that'll never give in. Slave few chosen without the written of pen. Behavior, you'll be closing the door, losing your friends. Reckon that you don't depend on following trends. Instead of concentrating time, loose ends. Try and cross me again, you'll be losing a limb. I have no tolerance for lies, so I must seek the truth. <laughs> the truth is there. Run, come, following the sound of the kick drum. You can vision it now. I done sprung the truth for now. Can't no one get with the style if they fake. You must believe what you see. Oh fuck, what you heard it and occurred to me that my vision was blurred till I spoke. Then I awoke a new spirit, now I see clearer than most That can't deal with shit that's built up From every tough angle I run into stress head on and just mingle My thoughts in the process See it's not about who's lost the best But who's left when the needle cuts the plate I see fake people soaked in the evil Betrayed by those who end up see-through The path I choose may be open to view And it won't be subtle Standing in the puddle and it bore on my brain A mental octane for the unpredictable, I'm really striving on residuals, essential physics laws, balancing skills to ill the sick, and not worry about the truth that I inflict. When I run, come, following the sound of the kick drum, you can vision it now. I done sprung the truth for that. Can't no one get with the side if they're faking. Run, come, following the sound of the kick drum, you can vision it now. I done sprung the truth for now. Can't no one get with the style if the fake is a children.
Big Ups Concept 714. We're on the Wake the Flock Up Network. You're listening to Papa the Nobody, Episode 4 with Filiano. Taking you to Long Beach. Once again, we are back. Ariano here with Filiano, Papa the Nobody Podcast, Episode 4. Um, you know, being, uh, being an artist, you know, you are... You're also a producer. I don't know if we've, if we've touched on that. Um, if we haven't, this will be a good opportunity. But, you know, being a producer, being a writer, the fact that you not only rap, but you've got melody and you sing, those, you know, artists like that, that it, it kind of leads to a lot of collaborative efforts, you know what I mean? And, and it can take you around the world and all that. So it's like, yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to talk about... Um, you know, some of the, you know, the collaborations you've done um, with, you know, cats in Japan to some of the disciples of the sick to the homie LV on the cut, like, maybe kind of going yeah. to some of those. Yeah, well, um, with the Holy Homework album, I kind of like, I kind of set a stamp and was just throwing it out everywhere and doing a bunch of shows locally. And, and, and people started to hear it and you know it, it was cool it wasn't very competitive what was going on at the time um i uh i don't think it was i think it was more artistic i wasn't trying to but you know i'm a battle rap cat you know what i mean but i i, I think that album when i started doing doing music like a full piece of work i was more um it's more artistic than just trying to be competitive and what's hot you know what i mean so i think i i was into timeless music like wu-tang anyway so like it, i i didn't i didn't do a bunch of promotion we didn't have a bunch of money behind us um one thing we did have was a crew in japan that was affiliated with skunk records and then they ended up bringing me out to Japan to support uh, the Holy Homework release the next year that it came out. So, so that was that was really dope. Uh, me and Tokotasi, he had an album that came out right before mine. Or was it after? Either way, uh, he had a brand new album out. Uh, and then we, we toured Japan through Skunk Records. Uh, because they couldn't get the ball stars at the time. <laughs> Basically, is how we got our chance. They wanted, they wanted to get the ball stars, and Miguel talked them into flying out me and Tossie, just me and Tossie. And they were with it because we had, we had Brad Learning. He's like, look, they got brand new albums on Skunk Records. Let's do the circuit with all the reggae rock bands. You're certain. So we did a little tour circuit with all these reggae rock bands. Tossie's music is more uh, like a reggae a reggae rock track, like most of the album. Like it's 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 more of a yeah, it's more like basically more reggae and more of a band playing the whole album. So my shit is more hip hop based, and I produced some tracks on the on the Holy Homework album too. And that kind of like, you know, uh, it was a different look, but the, people in Japan, they appreciated the hip hop element of everything. So it, it, it was fun out there and, and I got a lot of love and respect and a lot of fans out there. We made some money and we did some cool shows and shit. And I was fortunate to go back out there again, 2011. So I've been out there a couple times on, on two different tours and shit. 
that you know that when I come back home, that leads to getting more shows out here because people are like, oh, he did Japan and he must be doing good over there, and then they want to get me doing their shit. So I started fucking with a lot of people after I did the first Japan shit. I started doing a lot of things, and um, I, I ended up linking up with LD on the cut. He actually rented an apartment for me. I got a couple units over here in Long Beach, and he rented an apartment. I just put it on Facebook. I was like, yo, I need someone to rent this. And I met him before, and was funny when I met him, it was at a Karis One show, and he killed it. He DJed for Karis One, like some sporadic shit. And um, I was like, he he saw me and he goes, "Oh, what's up, man?" Like he came up to me and I didn't know him, and he was like, "Hey, hey, you're a Mortal Technique, right?" And I was like, I was like, nah, nah. <laughs> I was like, I'm Filiano. I was like, I'm gonna rap later. I was like, I'm gonna rap later. You need to catch my set, bro. Like. And then at that time, a lot of people, uh, Immortal Technique got popular, and he, would, everyone was calling me Immortal. Like they would come up to me and they think I'm Immortal Technique. It was fucking hilarious. And I just laugh it off, like, and I'd be like, Nah, man, I'm Philly man. Now that I think about it, like, I, w- I would be like, Yeah, I'm Immortal Technique. <laughs> now it should be hilarious as fucking with someone. <laughs> but yeah, I met LD. He thought I was Immortal Technique, and. um <laughs> And you guys, you guys started being some years later, yeah, <laughs> the Mortal versus uh, LD. Uh, nah, she fucking uh, he ran an apartment for me for a little bit, and then we did one song. Like we we're like, we should do some songs and shit. And he did one song, and it was Fight. We did the song called Fight, and then uh, we ended up. We're like, we like the song so much that he goes, let's do a whole album. So we're like, fuck it, let's do a whole album. So we did a whole album where he just produces all the tracks and I go over there to the Technicali studio and just and just rap my ass off and write write a bunch of shit. And that shit what's, ended up being like something different. It's uh Filiano versus LD on the cut. That shit ended up being like like a beautiful project, man. Like it, it's just like it's something I never did uh, was just go into someone else's zone and zone out and write all the songs on the spot. Like I, I knew I was capable of doing that. I could write verses pretty fast, but I, well, especially you being I, I never, I never sat down. Yeah, being like producing my own shit. Like I, I didn't want to like let someone take control like that. But he, he's the. He's someone that I would have let do that, you know, from from what I heard what he was doing at the time. Like, well, man, so this shit um, turned out to be dope. Let's talk that. We're gonna let's go into is it Filiano versus LD on the cut, right? Or, yeah, yeah. Man, Filiano versus LD on the cut. This was the first single. Spite. Great album. Great song. Let's go into Spite. The first single off of Filiano versus LD on the cut. This is Popular Nobody episode four. Round ten, champion sounds. Watch out. Watch dip, 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 step. Right. Dip it up on Tiki One. Double in the streets. Ricky, Ricky, Filiano. Murder with madness and I'm slick with my intuition. 
intuition Slipping your punches as I'm overcoming your position Man on a mission, sick with it, I stick him with a stiff jab Pop a clipping only if you feel the rising tension Quitching your thirst as I'm flipping the verse Many will murk, hurt, murder, disturb Learning up words, herb, and puffing the herb Jerk, fuckers, and birds Learn the hard way, verbs smash anyone concerned So, like you know you're gonna win round 10 Champion sound boy, chosen, rolling a spliff Primitive shift, direct hit to the solar plexus When I spit the snack shit too proper life Indiana jet on Tyler ring shot No boy make no sound at red top Watch them step, them got me buck off Slew them if you get lost, come again and Round 10 championship sound Watch them step, them step Step it up, I'll take you on Switch to arm bar, pop your elbow with the socket Front row the toe hole with Joe Rogan commentary Nose broke with no hope, I suplex my adversaries Who's next to catch weight? I sprawl at a fast pace Put you in your happy place, in an unconscious state Hail Mary full of grace, safe face and great fate Don't make mistakes as you try to escape this Harder than you ever fought before Settle the score, heavy handed, my stand up is raw Like Fedor, deliver punches and bunches Until you can't function, and you're hunched over puking I scrap like boss and that is prime in a bar fight Step it up, I'll take you on any place, anytime Protect your head, neck, face, and lower spine You're done already, becoming swift in the wind is mine Round 10, championship sounds Watch them, them, them steps Step it up, I'll take you on Filiano versus LD on the cut. This is fight. We are popular, nobody. My name is Ariano. Yeah. Wake the flock up, network. That was fight by Filiano versus LD on the cut. That is available now on Technicali Sound. Um, you know, you know why you're listening to this. Uh, feel free to Google Filiano. When we're done with this interview, go on Spotify, Apple Music, any place that you can play music, and make sure you look up Filiano. Um, and and we'll and also look up some of the side projects. We'll talk about those now. Um, so after you dropped the uh, the Filiano versus LD on the Tech project. What have you been working on since then, and, and, and what have you got going on? Well, I kind of focused on um, gathering my bearings after that, and um, we, we, did some, we did some shows with LD, and we kind of, um, we, we record a lot of shit still, you know, you know how we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we, we got shit sitting waiting <laughs> with the technicality camp. But um, yeah, I, I, in the meantime, I'm, I'm doing, I'm working with a lot of other people. Um, I did uh, a lot of stuff with Skunk Records still, and they, they got me opportunities. Um, I did a record with Good Charlotte for their, their greatest remix, their official, they officially put it out. And it's uh, oh, Good Charlotte. Oh, Good Charlotte greatest remixes and uh, I'm on the track with someone that I heard of before and I liked his, his shit that's uh, an artist called Tabby Bonnie and um, put, put, put me in the pocket yeah his shit his shit is tight um, <laughs> I, I like I liked his stuff before and then uh, they're like yo you want to do this track with um, with good Charlotte and I was like, what? That's kind of weird. Like they're big, you know, that's a good opportunity. But I was like, I don't know, like, let me hear it. And then Miguel was like, oh, well I did the music. So they just remixed, they did like a reggae rock version of Broken Hearts Parade, which was a huge record on their album. On yeah. When they came out with it, uh, with good Charlotte. Um, so we did a Broken Hearts Parade official remix for their album. So I'm on that. That's martial arts remix, and uh, it's got Tabby Bonnie on it. And I'm a fan of Tabby Bonnie. I hit him up on Instagram, and he this fool's like going to Africa and like living the high life, man. It's just balling out. And I want to be on Tabby's level. So <laughs> if you're listening, Tabby Bonnie, holler at holler at. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I started doing a bunch of stuff, uh, like little features, a bunch of reggae rock bands. Shout out to Tomas Bad Seeds. Um, I fuck with them heavily and do a lot of shows with them, run up and do my song called Ready for Rock. I did a version of that on their album. And, uh, with Pepper, yeah, right? Don't you, don't, don't you pop up on stage with Pepper? Nah, I don't fuck with Pepper. I like no salt. Pepper. Nah, I, I, I use Saw and sometimes MSG, but nah, I don't fuck with Pepper. <laughs> name, um, name the band I'm forgetting. Slightly Stupid. Uh, oh, Slightly Stupid, yeah, that's that's All right, that'll hold on, hold on, right there. Hold on, hold on, we're gonna, we're gonna pause that. And, uh, don't you also work with Slightly Stupid? Yeah, Slightly Stupid, that's my people's, uh, shout out to the whole camp, the whole Silverback management, and the whole Slightly Stupid Records. That's my fam right there, fucking Kyle always throws me on stage on some random shit. He never says my name, he just be like, oh, he don't even say nothing, he just be like, I go, I tell him beforehand, I go, what's up, you gotta call me out, and he's like, no, just come out whenever. I'm like, what? Like, they do, like, there's 7,000 people there. And I'm gonna just wander out on their big ass stage and just <laughs> grab the mic from him. And I do, like, I actually do it. He's like, oh, I'm knowing you for that. And you just, you should just keep doing that. And I'm like, nah, man, you gotta say my name. Because people don't even know who I am. I run out in front of 7,000 people. Well, next time you're at a slightly stupid show, and you see some cat run up on stage and kill it on the mic. That's Filiano. And next time you do that, I think you should, your last word should be, my name is Filiano. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. And I say it in my rap a bunch of times. Like, I'll say, yo, Filiano breaking the joke. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I say my name. I'll make sure to do that. I got that from Sean Price. Said his name in every rap. <laughs> Rest in peace. Tell me, um, 
tell me about the Doobie Raider. Who is the what? What is the Doobie Raider? Well, I've, I've had that name for a long time. I, I've messed with that name, but there was a joke with me and my cousin. We have a we had a group that we we never got off the ground, but we have a bunch of demos sitting around that I might you know put out one day because this shit is timeless music. But w we like to call ourselves the Unseen Crew because we're not part of your scene. Uh, we're not part of anyone's scene. We're we're the Unseen. But uh, there's a bunch of groups named that, and I was like, yeah, let me hold back on this project. So I'm gonna wait to do it right. Yeah, we we did some songs, and then I would call him. Captain Dank, like we were superheroes, because he would always have a lot of weed, and I'd be stealing his weed, and so I was like, I'm the Doobie Raider, and you're Captain Dank, <laughs> and then we just, we, we stuck with those names, like, because he always had a big ass bag of weed, he's always buying and selling weed, and um, he, 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 we stuck with those names, right, and then... I just started using it a lot, like, I don't know, I'd be like, yeah, I'm the Doobie Raider, like, I said it on some songs and shit, but it was nothing permanent, and then one day this dude, you know, he was over in my studio and he was like, yo, man, you got so many beats, we should do a fucking Technicali instrumental album, and that dude's name was Ariano, so, you know, Ariano set it off for the whole, the Doobie Raider album, and got me focused on uh, you know, putting these songs together that sound a certain way and put a, put a deadline on it and all that. So, big shout out to you for that. Uh, no worries, man. I mean, for me, like, like you're like a lot of cats want to go online and like try and like create this image that they're like this really out there, like artist and this man. You're that dude. Like you're the dude. Like while people are taking pictures of art. You're like creating art, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, man, it's, it's uh, I love the Doobie Raider project because it was just art and you had like, it just wasn't thirsty and, and, and for so many reasons. And so, yeah, we're gonna, um, man, let's, I'm gonna stop talking about it and I'm just gonna play a couple of joints off the Doobie Raider by Filiano. Uh, once again, this is Popular Nobody Podcast, episode four. Doobie Raider. I want to give a shout out to Toko Tasi. Keep your head up, stay positive. This is Filiano featuring Toko Tasi. This is the calling. Popular Nobody. CA all day. Catch me on the one, the one day you will be gone. Gone. 
shot. Mom the condo, mom the condo. Filiano, Tokotasi. But let's keep this Filiano LD on the cut thing going. Yeah. Doobie Raider. This is Break Your Neck. Sucker. Yeah. Shout out to all my people in the Bronx, Oakland. Let's keep it going with some good Filiano music. You've heard the rare demos, you've heard the progression. Right now, let's get into what more? Filiano. Yeah. On the beat, on the beat, on the beat, on the beat. 
artists I know, Filiano, see everybody wants to look all artsy, everybody wants to live that life, and then some actually do, the doobie rating, let's get back into our interview, popular nobody episode, four, I was the doobie raider by Filiano, or that was Siliano by the Doobie Raider. You figure it out. I don't think there's an answer. This is Father Nobody Podcast, episode four. Once again, my name is Ariano, and we are with Siliano. Um, yeah, yeah. So after the Doobie Raider, I started seeing things, and that's the perfect sound I want to hear. Because we're going to go into your involvement with Disciples of the Six, which are a leaf off the branch of Cycle Realm. Tell me about Disciples of the Six. <coughs> well, um, yeah, at the same time <coughs> um, that I'm working on the Doobie Raider album. <coughs> Sorry about that, excuse me. Same time working on the Doobie Raider album, um, I was messing with uh, Pauly Nugent again from, from Burn Unit. He lives in Brooklyn uh, still. He's a Brooklynite. Fucking local fucker, Lord of Brooklyn. Um, he did a song. I did a song for them. I produced a song for him and his group, which is another member of Lords of Brooklyn. His name is Scott Edge, Scotty Edge. And um, I produced a song for them. They got a group called Dead Rabbits. They fuck with uh, Block McLeod, who is down with Army of the Pharaohs and all them. Many uh, Paz and all them. Block McLeod did the hook on the track I produced. And so I had to like send files to him. And so we we chatted on an email like, oh, what up, your shit's dope. Oh, cool, your beat's dope. Yeah, yeah, dope. And then Block ended up coming out here and Capital I-Man called me. This is all family. This is crazy. Yeah, I-Man, you know, I-Man and Pauly Nugent, those are my brothers right there. Capital I-Man from the Mexicans, he called me and was like, hey, Block McLeod's coming in. And he needs someone to give him a ride and shit. And I was like, oh, I know Blind McLeod from Paulie, yeah, uh, from Paulie Nugent. Let's, I'll go soup him up. So I, I had to take Blind McLeod to Big Duke from Cycle Realm's house. So I never met Duke before. So I met Duke. I'm chilling with them. And he's like, yo, he raps and produces too. And so like, I rap for, for Duke. And Duke's like, oh, you're a fucking beast. And so, like, I started fucking with Big Duke up there, and he, he called me up there. I did a song for their project, Duke and Block McLeod. I got on a song uh, called Nine that was never released. 
it still might be released. It has the members of Disciples of the Sick on it, and Block McLeod, and me, and 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 Capital I Man, and uh, I did a song on the song, and Duke called me and he asked me to be in Disciples of the Sick. And so like, I kind of I I kind of turned it down. I was like, I don't know. I I think I'm on some different kind of shit. So he was like, I you know, I was like, can you give me some shows though? And he was like, all right, yeah. Like he tried to give me some shows, and then we ended up going back and forth. I ended up going back up there with Aguilar to Don. Aguilar was like, yo, can you give me a ride to Duke? So I was like, yo, I know them cats. What's up? Let's go up there. I gave him a ride up there, and then me and Duke. I did a song with with Block with uh, Aguilar, and then Duke called me again and asked me to be in the group. And then from then on, I I, uh, I was in the group. Disciples of the Sick. Yeah. Is the is did you guys release the album as Disciples of the Sick? It was released the same time the Doobie Raider album was released. Mm-hmm. So like it, it was a trip, like was uh, good. You know, having the whole the whole cycle realm cult following, you know they 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 pick up on whatever is presented by cycle realm. So like I just got a you know I got a whole nother fan base now, you know. Uh, yeah, and that. for people and for people that don't know. Um, you know, with with stuff about the iHeart platform and, and, and podcasts and, and the Wake the Wake the Up Network is this is going to be a worldwide show. Um, for people that don't know, like the significance of Cycle Realm to like LA hip hop culture, I mean they're huge. Um, that's like a whole other episode, but definitely like look up Cycle Realm, and and I think that. If you take more than uh, ten minutes, you'll you'll try to see what what they've done, and a lot of a lot of dope movements. A lot of people have been inspired from from their contribution, and and, and that and their contribution at Cycle Room was like years ago, so it's a trip. But um, so you were saying that you know obviously you got a lot of new energy. That's a different fan base. Um, um, how it, so you just been kind of building off of like you know adding that you know adding that brick to your house um how is that you know having that that new kind of fan base there for you man it's it's beautiful it's it's a different type of music than my solo ventures and then you know different stuff that I do because I have a dark side to all my shit you listen to the holy homework album there's some dark shit on there, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's some melodical shit, and there's some there's some happy, mellow shit, and you know what I mean? There's some real life shit. So like, there's dark shit on the uh, versus um, LD album, you know what I mean? So you know, there's a yin and yang balance to to good artistry, um, and the way my mind works, you know, the way humans in general shit. Shit is dark and shit is light. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you go through fucked up shit and you do good shit for people. And some people have it worse than others, you know. Um, but yeah, that's a part of me being a part of disciples of the sick. Um, 
it's the dark side like it's the punk rock dark side of hip-hop that i grew up with with that side of me on my back you know what i mean and i grew up with i, I like death metal i like fucking horror movies i like you know what i mean like I like fucked up shit. I used to like beating people up and I like to get in fights and I like to get punched in the face and, you know, I like to taste the blood, you know what I mean? Like, so like, that's a whole, I grew up listening to Psycho Realm a lot and I was one of the only only people out of my friends as an adolescent listening to that. And that's a different mentality. Uh, You know, it's a whole different zone. They just, it's a different fan base in a different zone. It's a slow mosh pit with a slow hip hop song. You know what I mean? People still bloody get, getting elbowed and shit. And it, it's, it's a beautiful thing to me. You know what I mean? It, it's the dark side what, what we all have inside us. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's dope, man. I think, uh, man, if you're an artist, I think the whole point is to hopefully use like every color to paint with, you know? And like, oh, yeah. so, like that shit should be bloody and then that shit should be pretty and that shit should be like sad and happy it should be everything or yeah it's gonna realistic or it's gonna suck yeah um mm. let's play uh let's play some of uh disciples of sick i'm gonna go ahead and play some of cycle around to kind of you know bring that together and then we will come back and wrap up this interview with Juliano. this is Ariano, popular nobody podcast episode. Yeah. You say you know something about LA? Well, you don't know nothing about LA hip hop if you don't know Cycle Run. Yeah. Much respect to Sick Jack, Big Dude. Let's go. Despite the rules, I choose to be one of the chosen few, leaving you confused. Days, then we got you all amazed how the fuck we could be so blazed. One black to fill your life with terror. Think of all the bullet holes embedded in your area. Bullet bullets at the end who get shot by motherfuckers making hip hop. We came here to get you high, represent underdogs worldwide, on the hustle, leading crooked lives, we don't die, we multiply, but we divide, so how are we gonna survive, you got your own, I got mine, don't cross paths cause an intersect is just another form of clash, you crash, through the violent environments, crimes, terrorize rhyme events, I'm bringing the streets to the stage, rocking on both and your front page. LA Street families are from my land, weak legacy. There must be some kind of way out of this pain. Set the joke up, chain smoking weed drinks. Take, hey, stop random captain. Shoot a hooda captain. We came to drop these styles, it's no shock. We rock till the cops come and knock non stop. You rock the beat. Get locked in fights with clocks Your cycle won't play out your box We come from psycho cities and blocks We're raised by gunshots, no life in hip hop You rock until you get locked in fights with clocks Your cycle won't play out your box 
love is dancing in the flesh except when somebody changed the music and the tune is dead we don't dance around bonfires we get stone tripped to wire in memory of those expired my people's exodus results from prejudice you ask us why in poverty we become terrorists well let me tell you this we don't choose to tote cats and selling on the corner is to avoid tax if you gun taco hip-hop there's too much division so find a new mission or it'll stop we do our thing talk slang live on fast lane come to it for money others for the fame you're out playing games dangerous with my aim how long will you maintain before you get slain in the mind but my soul is mad Tendency to act real bad Come across me Don't C-O-M-E out at N-I-G-H-T Yeah, we The fucking crazy You from the streets freely You see me That lawn cyclone Delivering a metal rainstorm We came to drop these styles It's no shock We rock to the cops Come and knock non-stop We rock until you get locked in fights with glass You cycle on playing out your bar We come from cycle cities and blocks We're raised by gunshots, no life in hip-hop You rock until you get locked in fights with glass The cycle rounds playing out your bars Cycle realm influence A lot They are the tree With that tree there are branches to that tree One of those branches is a group called Disciples of the Sick That the homie Filiano is a part of Let's get into Disciples of the Sick. This is not pop. Disciples of the Sick. Yeah. Murder, mayhem, disciples. All the kiddies break for pigs, fuck all my rivals. Boys, envy, greed, control. Don't let them brainwash you for the trigger, let it blow. Drugs, murder, mayhem, disciples. All the kiddies break for pigs, fuck all my rivals. Boys, envy, greed, control. Don't let them brainwash you for the trigger, let it blow. Domination, the control of a nation Ain't space fiends in the basement Assassination, a distance spaceship Regard is the matrix The plan basic, as long as you ain't faithless Scared like a motherfucker in the cathedral brain Scared like a motherfucker jumping like a base head Take the plan of rape it, blame it on Satan Raised in the chaos, you the one that should be blaming The cost of human life, you find it entertaining Until the hits home, kids in the streets banging The streets is hot Hips are smoking black, while youngsters on the blacks in the rocks getting shots, blades back from the needle. Mama sitting in the fetal, blaming on society the way we live is evil. There ain't no love, we your angels never see you. We lost in the mayhem, pull the caskets up a steeple. You and that guy young that walk through my neighborhood It's 95% of y'all ain't even close to big crooks And you ain't know about the bills The Espinos are over your books I watch the road around me burning Cover all my face is soot Follow up your bill and do whatever teacher tells you Poison in the bottle was what this world is trying to sell No revolution, only kicking up the facts Cross the road proper Catch a bullet or bring it back when it just drinks Back up off me with that bullshit You're the reason why these youngsters just walking around with full clips Ain't nothing really changed but just ready to come for the mess How your 12 year old is getting high loading the rig and having sex Hated no bible, book at my bible I spit beyond the city block, I spit close for miles Sure what I'm saying homie, protect your neck and your radio Get infected with pestilence, go to die like the Murder, mayhem, disciples All the kiddies break for pigs, fuck all my rivals Boys, envy, greed, control Don't let them brainwash you, pull the trigger, let it blow Drugs, murder, mayhem, disciples All the 
Kenny's break for pigs, fuck all my rivals Envy, greed, control Don't let them brainwash you for the drink or let it blow Bad man, kill cancer and cannabis, building the throat Animals filthy and grimy, never can't be filtering Uncensored and guilty of many crimes, cool for mine Take him off for the team, I'll break them all, something mean Pick them off easily, segregated in my community By the police, mix them all, fuck them mean Ficking jacks, get your splink up, raise the blade to headbutt I'll throw the eighth, blaze the eighth and kick the sixteen. Microphone fiend, all you psychos know me When a rifle blow, take heed, your feedback, or fed back Fire for vengeance and dead that Wrong side of the tracks Duke building an empire But real maniac Disciples of the sick And the stick in the boy your fam Dropping your mask for grams Pushing it in the cabbage For fucking like living lavish Never muffle in the madness We rumble and leave you damaged you, fuck your moms Your sister and your pops But most of all, fuck the fucking cops Me and my boys, we popping bottles when we box Fucking up your world bumper Psycho city blocks A true alcoholic degenerate Trying to bust the Broke the spark at the lab, smoking cigarette butts All you faggots hating on the grind, I never gave two fucks I'll snatch a bitch up, then ask you for a couple bucks This mayhem and this soda got me out of order The thirst is real, all these rappers trying to get some water Begging for a listen, constantly pressing the number While I stand in line for hours trying to feed my hunger If I wanted to The lights on, strangle the deck like you fighting with the python. Bullshit, not coming out of respect. Front line and sink, with your lung hanging out of your neck. Suffocating, strangle with the cape. Nothing to hold on, fingernails through the tape. Wondering where your last pair went and over the go with your back against the fence. I'm in your chapter, just looking for your page. Fucked up, says to let me out of the cage. Peace to the wet, and I stay bumping. One word over the end, and I'm coming. Murder, mayhem, disciples. All the Kenny's grateful pigs, fuck all my rivals. Bullies, envy, greed, control. Don't let them brainwash you, pull the trigger, let it blow. Don't let them brainwash you, pull the trigger, let it blow. We're back. You just heard Cycle Realm, and you also heard Disciples of the Sick. Um, it's 2016. You've been creating music for a while. Um, you've been, you know, whether you feel that way or not, I feel like you've made a contribution and you're going to continue to, to make a contribution. And, and uh, what, I know it's kind of like a general thing, but like, you know, what is your reason for still doing it now? Uh, what What do you got coming out? And, and kind of like, where is like, it, there's a lot of like uncertainty in the world. Um, and they, you know, for some there always has been. Like what, what is your reason right now? Um, and, and what do you got going on? Um, reasonings. Um, I have, you know, Nothing's for certain, of course, you know, as you're saying. Uh, so I just want to keep on giving, you know, different, different artistic views and, and different artistic 
ways of expressing this music. Um, I, I don't know what it is like. Like it, it's, it's something that goes through me. I believe I don't really, I don't really focus on a big plan. You know, I, I let shit happen more. That's the kind of person I am. Um, and it, it, it's 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 good and that's bad. You know what I mean? Um, but I just want to keep on contributing. You know, different sounds. Like I want to make my own sounds and do. You know. You know, instrumental music is is my shit too, and I want to produce for people, and, you know, and do different stuff like that. I don't always want to rap. I don't always feel like I have to rap on everything I produce, even though I could rap my ass off. Like, so it, it's just, I just want some music to get out on a bigger platform and just be heard, be heard. You know what I mean? And and have some kind of a little legacy. Or people who listen to my shit and be like, that was original, you know, like, you just keep pushing shit out and, you know, one day I'll find, like, get something, get something bigger going on. It's just, until then, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not focused on making money. I, I want to focus on making art, but, you know, there comes a time where everyone has to, you know, they got to make money in what they're doing. So, you know, uh, as an older as an older person now, doing the same thing in the same place, I'm just trying to expand my horizons where I could do everything, make the artistry and get some money and do, do cool shit. Yeah, that's what's up, man. You know what? I agree with what you're saying, and um, I think if you haven't put in the ten thousand hours, if you haven't put in fifteen years, if you haven't gone to Japan a couple times, if you haven't dropped all this music, if you haven't locked yourself in a room and worked on your craft, then I think you're a fucking idiot to want to get paid for it. So, yeah. I, but with what you're saying, I think you arrive at a point where you're like, okay, you know, um, I've put enough energy and art out to the world, and um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with with figuring out ways to provide for yourself but I think like yeah. you should I think you should only be thinking that way after you've done what you've done which is put in the fucking work you know yeah. and and you're, and you're gonna do it regardless if there's a check or not and, and same with me too I mean it's just a bonus is if anybody likes it it's a bonus yeah. if you can make some money but like regardless I'm, you know you're gonna be up late at night creating you know yeah and it, and it seems attainable to me it's not like a far-fetched idea still like to me no. to make to be successful and make a lot and make make some money and, and do you know make more than i've been making but uh yeah it, it seems attainable it's it's not like a like no, no one's getting sad and giving up like like a lot of artists do you know a lot of older artists they they, they've been doing it for 10, 15 years, and they don't have the fire. They have to get a, a, a real job, and they, they, you know, they they lose the fire, and they and they don't they don't end up doing anything. If they do stuff, it's just far in between, and it's not doesn't make a big impact no more. If you, I think if I stay steady, and we stay steady, you know, it, 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 it gives some progress. You know what I mean? We can, we can make some good progress, and, and we've gotten this far. 
You know what I mean? When I say we, meaning like me and my whole, everyone around me that makes music with me, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, I, I, I want to put people on that I want people to do good too. I'm not, I want to give back. Like, I don't want to, I want to teach people that are younger. Yeah, I don't want to be like, uh, some bitter, bitter on the hip hop game and like people, I remember everyone was all bitter. You know, everyone was all bitter like 10 years ago, like seven years yeah. ago, you know what I mean? Like, oh, hip-hop's yeah. dead and all. Shut the fuck up. Like, you know, yeah. shit is always going to be real and there's always going to be commercials. So, you know, we can It's attainable to me by artists like, you know, like, like the Andre 3000 because he got super huge and he just wants to be artistic. He's, he's not focused on trying to be like, like anyone big and doing trap music and shit like he just wants to do his own his own thing and he does creative shit and it's and it's creatively dope and so like you don't have to keep popping his head up and you know what i mean like you're comfortable you know what i mean that's the kind of artist like i look up to like that i agree i want me to some mystique and you know um you know, somebody told me you can sell one painting for a million dollars, or you can sell a million paintings for a dollar. And like, <clears throat> I think, I not to speak for you, but for me, that's been more my journey. I think it's more your journey as well. And what's dope is like, that's a million people you get to meet on the way. You know, and like, yeah. if you're looking for like this big platform, you're like, catapult you out in the world like you're skipping all the steps so it's like yeah man I, I think like you know it's I look at it as failure you get your goal if your goal is to be on the radio then like I have failed <laughs> but like my goal is never to have been on the radio my goal is to connect to people and I feel like that you've done that and, and I just want to say I appreciate your time this has been um Popular Nobody Podcast, Episode 4. My name is Ariano. This is Infiliano. Um, where can, you know, I think it is important to say this. Uh, I, I try not to, like, focus on the social networking, but I want people to be able to reach out to you. Where, you know, this, this show has been kind of, you know, based around your journey. So where can people uh, find Infiliano on social networks and where can they get your music and all that stuff? Um, you can find me, uh, it's P-H-I-L-I-E-A-N-O, and that's all the, all the, all the major social networks you can find me under that, don't no one else spell their name like that, so it's P-H-I-L-I-E-A-N-O, and that's, you know, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, all that good stuff. Um, I want to say one thing Um, So we're doing uh, I'm doing an album With DJ Motora And that's a dude from Japan A DJ from Japan And he's producing the whole thing Same premise as the Versus LD on the cut Where he's just producing it all Um, And so I'm I'm working on that And I got a few videos up now You can find that at my uh, YouTube page it's slash Filiano, same way I had you spell it. Um, and yeah, man, it, I'm dropping a bunch of videos for this project right now. And we're going to work on a new Disciples of the Sick album 
this year and try to put some more fire out for for the sickos and the psychos out there. There you go, man. Yes, there's, there's a lot of music that's been released by Filiano. He's already, you know, there's a lot of new music out right now. So it's, it's 2016. Check out all that new stuff. And uh, once again, Filiano, I appreciate your time. And uh, we'll buy you out soon, man. This is Carrier, nobody. Thank you, Carrier. Bless up. This has been Popular Nobody Episode 4 with Filiano. My name is Ariano. We on the Wake the Flock Up Network. This is Popular Nobody. Like I always say, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. You see, it's real easy to scratch the surface, go online and, and figure out the obvious, but... We try and peel back the layers, get some of the history, get some of the stories of this thing we call hip-hop. Let's keep this going. This is Filiano featuring DJ Matora or Mortara featuring LD on the cut and I-Man. This is Hole in the Dirt. This is unreleased, y'all. Turn it up. Nobody.
episode four. Next episode we got is with Zion I. We got Kev Brown coming up in the future. We got a lot of great shows. Each show is going to be different, y'all. The only thing that will be consistent will be spontaneity. We are the ones we've been waiting for. I don't have the answers. I got questions. We are all connected. I know everybody's looking at this thing called life, trying to figure it out. Let's figure it out together, y'all. Until next time, peace. Welcome to Popular Nobody. We don't care if you're famous. Just make sure what you create is fly as fuck. <laughs>